Hello and welcome to the show. Now this week we have a very special episode made possible by the National Lottery. We recorded this episode not in our studio. Well, this part's in the studio. This part. Well, sorry, this part is in the studio. But last week we had the lovely pleasure of going to the Love Amelia headquarters in Sunderland, not far from where we live. Just up the road. Mm -hmm. Absolutely great. Had a lovely time. Met everyone there. I mean, you're about to hear all about it. I don't want to give too much away, but it was just a fantastic morning with a a lovely bunch of people. We had such a lovely time there. Met some amazing people. If you don't know about it, Love Amelia is an awe-inspiring charity based in Sunderland, not far from where we live. They offer support to families experiencing poverty and hardship across Tyne and Weir and County Durham. And they support children from birth to 16 years old with packages and bundles containing essential resources, items and necessities that all kids need. It is a national lottery-funded good cause. And it was just... So good to go there and meet everybody. Yeah, it was brilliant. And since launching in 2019, over 9,000 bundles have been distributed to families in our community, right near where we live. Uh, Amelia is the inspiration behind the charity, which has been set up in her memory. She was born in Sunderland in January 2018, and tragically she passed away 12 minutes after her birth and Imam Steph founded Love Amelia in her honour with the aim of supporting other children in her community. Put simply, they basically want all children to be given the best start in life and to be safe, happy and have the opportunity Mm -hmm. to thrive. Since 2019, Love Amelia has received over £115,000 of National Lottery funding, which has gone towards setting up an office as well as helping to bring on team members to help grow the charity. The charity has grown from helping 50 families in the first year to over 4,000 in 2023. So while Christmas joy might feel a bit harder to come by this year more than any other year, especially for families here in the Northeast, it might be helpful to remember that there are people and organisations doing all that they can to help. People like Steph and her amazing team down at Love Amelia. That's right. So enjoy the episode as we bring you all the fun that we had down at Love Amelia, featuring a chat with the founder, Steph, and me and Chris, nattering over a cup of tea and plenty of beefs. We had a really lovely time. And thank you once again for having me. The right laugh. Hello. Hi, good morning, Hi. everyone. Hi, I'm Rosie. Nice, nice to meet you. you. Hello, hello. Hi. Chris, nice to meet you. This is amazing. Thank you for having us. Thank you for coming. It was literally like, you look outside, it looks like a garage. I was like, this is going to be like my dad's garage. And it's really decked out. It's nice, isn't it? Yeah, it's brilliant. Hello. I'm well impressed. Hi, is it cold? I had a feeling it might be cold. Oh, thank you so much. Hello, morning. Wow. Hi. Oh, my word. Look at this. It's like Aladdin's cave. Yeah, yeah. Like that's that's amazing. It's very organised, oh, Lambs Cave. Oh, well, right. nice. we didn't know that. Well, we'll be back. And here we are, Chris. Yes. Magic. We're at Love Amelia. We are. We are. You sat. hear a bit of everything here, a bit of noise in the background. It's just everyone tinkering away. So now it's, it's like a massive warehouse with offices in it, isn't it? Well, we walked through the door, and there was a lovely lady, and she was putting together a cot yeah. but it felt like you'd walked into Santa's workshop yeah. and it was an elf putting together a toy did it feel like that to you? <laughs> uh, yeah a little bit not not because of anything about her appearance just because of the no the gosh she doesn't look like an elf yeah yeah but yeah she's <laughs> coming and call people elves it's not it's it was not, just, just it not had cool that, had that kind of vibe it was up on a big table how many it times have I told you to stop calling people elves when we Great. come into places you do it everywhere subway everywhere stop <laughs> it no it's, re- it's really really cool yeah. there's so much 
good like bit of kid stuff. Yeah, it's great. Brilliant. It's like I said, it's like Aladdin's cave. But it's nice to be. Uh, it, this is the first time for a long, long time that we've done the podcast, and I've done my hair. Well, you wanted to wear a cap. I didn't want to wear a cap. I, I always wear a cap. We're going to God, sorry, Daisy, our producer, just looked at us with the most dirty look. Yeah, but I did, that's, that's the thing. Daisy. So I said to you this morning, I said, "Do you think I can get away with wearing a cap?" And you went, "Yeah." And I was like, "That's not convincing." So I just did my hair because I thought I can't be bothered the argument. Less than five minutes. Exactly. So what's your problem? Well, you know. Time is precious. Be a bit professional, would you? <laughs> I can it. Professionalism. I can it. We've got one little cue cards today. Mm-hmm. We're going to have a little walk around. We're going to have a chat with Steph, who runs the, um, who runs Love Amelia, and mm-hmm. we're going to have a lovely time. We've got a little coffee, haven't we? Yeah. Good coffee, by the way. Really? Well, because my coffee order is a little bit complicated. Because I have to, I'm like that. I have a black coffee, mm. but I want a spoon with it. Because yeah. I have my own sweeteners. But when you say it to people, can I have a black coffee with a spoon? They're a bit like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> but they think you're going <laughs> to eat it like soup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just before we crack on, check yeah. in with you. I should do it on the fly. You're just we should, we should do, do the beef? jingle, yeah. Well, the, it's time for what's your beef? In love, Amelia. In love, Amelia. My beef with you. Um, you always let me drive and then when I drive you whinge that you're not driving. We drove here today and I drove and then we got here and you were like why do you always drive? And I was like because you, you handed us the car keys. You're better at whittling away. The t- I don't like being a passenger. I mean you're a dreadful passenger. No I think it's an arrogant man thing if I'm honest with you. You let me, you handed me the keys. You, I didn't hand you the you keys. You literally said, you, the you locked the front door and you said go and start the car. What, how am I supposed to start it from the passenger oh, seat? Oh fair enough. Why do I sometimes have to win things? <laughs> 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 No, it is, but it is my car, and you do try, kind of drive it a bit more than me, which is irritating. I um, a little passenger. beef with you, and yeah. to check in on you as well. Mm-hmm. How are you doing? Because you really thought you'd injured your arm yesterday. I is feel it like fine it's, I need to go and check. So I was in the gym, and I was doing bench presses for the gains because I'm an athlete. Awful. And uh, <laughs> honestly, at this point, I'm genuinely going to let you know a little secret here. At this point, I think I only go to the gym so I can justify eating protein bars because I love them so much. I know you do. Like. I go like I don't want to go in the gym. I can't be bothered. But if I go in, it means I can have a protein bar. So mm-hmm. I'll, have, I'll go in. It's, it's 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 actually getting really bad. I could I could eat I could eat millions of them. I could eat them non-stop. Really? They're oh, not even that nice. I love them. I love claggy. Back, no, come on, stop with your protein addiction. Sorry. What's, is your arm okay so today? Yeah, so Just yes or no, is your arm okay? I don't know Yes yet. or no? I don't know. So How I did is it bench right press. now? I don't know. I did bench press and then I tried to do um, triceps and I did it with my right arm, no bother. Left arm, literally couldn't even lift the weight. So okay. I'll check in again. But I think something might be set. I might have to go to hospital. Great. That annoys you, doesn't it? Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You think you're getting, you think you are getting time off from them kids? <laughs> The amount of times I've thought about mm. falling down the stairs just to have a night in hospital. Have <laughs> <laughs> a night in hospital! Nothing bad. I don't want to do it, like, honestly, nothing bad. I'd go from the fourth step. <laughs> Not the top. God almighty. You're so scared of heights you wouldn't be able to do that. I know I wouldn't actually no. be able to do that, but I've, I've often, when, the kids, were re- when the kids were really little, I used to think about, I used to, well, we've talked about this before, when you watch people on the telly and they're lying in bed and you just think, I do watch. I watch. Yeah, I I, I, yeah. It, you know, you're tired as a parent when you're watching the telly and someone on the telly's in bed and you're jealous. Mm-hmm. Basically, your bed's up, just go upstairs. Your bed's upstairs. Turn the telly off. No, because you're busy. You're enjoying your time. <laughs> oh, you kids, you can't go to bed. <laughs> I have to say, it's feeling very Christmassy here. Well, as you said, it's uh, it's. It, I mean, there's elves all over the place doing <laughs> stuff. 
it's very elf heavy. <laughs> we'll never lock something together for the kids. Because <laughs> I'm um, very behind on the old toy toy buying this yeah, one. Yeah. How are you feeling about Christmas? Very excited. Mm -hmm. uh, about to talk about Santa, so if you've got any children listening, maybe turn this off. But um, we are almost hitting Santa time with Rafe. Mm -hmm. And we feel like, because Robin's eight now, mm -hmm. we feel like we don't know how much Santa time we've got left with Robin. So this year's going to be extremely, I feel like this hopefully- gonna be what, This and next year are going to be the most precious yeah, years. These are going to be the ever. ones where, because I think Rafe will start to get it. Yeah. And I feel like we're going to hit sort of two years where they're both going to be. Yeah. Santa obsessed and, and fully in, in, immersed in it. And yeah. It's, it's going to be incredible. I mean, I think I'm going to do a lot of crying this year. Oh God! You, you, a lot of crying. You actually, will standing looking at them, going, "Look at them," <laughs> and then going, "Like get them to bed." <laughs> <laughs> we're. Uh, I do you know this yet, but we're having a full family affair on Christmas Day. Sorry. Yeah, it's going to be a big one. Sorry. It's a bit. We're having a lot of people over. Who are having? So, how did you not know this? I don't know. So, this. it's going to be me, you, our family, the boys. Cool. Sounds great. Sandra, my mum. Obviously. My dad's coming as well. Brilliant. Not a broken family anymore, Chris. Brilliant. Um, your mum and dad are coming. Okay. Um, my sister's coming. Getting a bit much now. And maybe, possibly Nana Bridget, because she always likes to tag along. Yep. I think right. she likes to come to our house because we've got the best drink. We always have the nicest wine. Yeah, right, okay. So I think she slightly likes to come now. I do treat, I do, yeah, I'll, I'll, get, a, I'll get a little wine shop in before Christmas. Yeah, we'd like a nice yeah. wine. And, uh, and then, I'm going to invite my brother and his girlfriend and their son, but whether they'll come or not. So oh, it's going to be this busy. Is, uh, this, is, this, isn't, this isn't sounding very yeah. merry. This sounds like... Oh, do you know what, what's really weird? Do you know what I'm thinking about immediately? Mm. I'm just thinking about how full the bins are going to be. I know. Stresses me out with Christmas. The, that recycle bin. And no one pulls the sellotape off. There's always bits of plastic left in there. Do, a, do an along the street hop. What do you mean? Like, we put in other people's bins. That is illegal. Is it That is against the right. law. Why? Why is it against the law? What it's do you mean? Do you mean when it's out? Oh, when it's no. Okay, if the bins are already out and someone and the bin man's on his oh, way. Oh, I didn't mean in there. Go to their blooming oh, back door. And yeah, put not it climb in. over the fence and do Freddy. it. That's appointment. Yeah, no. If if someone's bins out. Yeah. And the, and the bin man's on his way and theirs is half empty and mine's. Give full. him a knock and see. No. Nah, do you mind? No chance. Right. Well, you. I know you're saying that because you well, have done that before. Yeah, I do it all the time. Right. Yeah. Okay. Any... I don't agree with that. I think you've got to still ask. Nah. But if our what they're going to do? No, I want that space. I want the bin man. I want to be the bin Chris, man's favourite because my bin you, was the lightest. Have doing? you met some of the people in this world? <laughs> yes, people would say that. They'd say, "No, that's my bin. You're not having any." Right. Okay. Mad. Well, do you um, know what I would do? Can I finish what I was going to say? Now, do you know what I would do? If you've ever done that to me, if I want to put my stuff in your bin and you won't let me do that, I'm going to wait in that street till the bin man comes, and I'm going to make sure he doesn't take your bin, and then you're going to come and empty, you go in your. Why is my bin still full? Well, you because you're a Scrooge. What are you going to do to make the bin man not take someone's bin? Don't take this bin. I've done this one for you. What? <laughs> Just I've got done it, this one, mate. I, I, I don't take this one. I've done this one. Do you know what would be a great Christmas present for me? Do you, if you're listening, Rosie, <laughs> skip, the skip on the drive. It's just for the wrapping. Merry just for the Christmas wrapping. Yes, you skip. Okay, so joining us now is Steph. Steph, you are the founder yeah, of Love Amelia. Right, yeah. This entire kingdom we are sitting in. <laughs> Is yours? I don't know. Is that a two like near outside, or is someone genuinely getting a haircut? <laughs> it's for electric screwdriver. The building basket mattresses. It's a lot of twisting. So yeah. yeah. The first thing we actually ever bought was that. Was it? And it's still going. Oh, and it's still I love that. Bought. It's in the background now. It's the elves. Know, it's a little elves. So, um, would you mind taking us through the the origins, the story of of this wonderful place, Love Amelia? Yeah, so we, we started, um, officially registered as a charity in 2019. 
Um, it started very unofficially before that. Um, so in 2018, in the January, um, I had um, my first daughter, uh, my little girl, Amelia. Um, unfortunately, Sally, Amelia passed away not long after she was born. She was only 12 minutes old when she when she passed. So um, we did we didn't have obviously the time that we hoped mm -hmm. you know, anyone would hope to have. Oh her, gosh, her yeah. Um, but we'd already bought um, some things for Amelia, um, so we had a, a nursery kind of full of things um, ready for her yeah. um, to use for that. Of course, as you do. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously a lot of people kind of prepare mm -hmm. beforehand, yeah. and um, so so we had all, all of these things here. And it was when I was visiting Amelia in the hospital, um, so we had her in Sunderland, mm -hmm. um, and I was visiting Amelia in the hospital, and we bumped into a mum who was was no one knew she was pregnant she was a young man right. told no one yeah um so i had nothing for her baby so she was literally there with a paramedic's daughter in arms right um with nothing so i'd, I'd said to the midwife at the time like, what would you do right? what happens to, to people mm -hmm. if they come in there's got to be there's got to be people that come in with, yeah. with nothing um whether it's a, an unplanned early delivery or other reason mm. there must be must be people yeah. coming with nothing um, and they had a, a, a store cupboard, at best, really, with a few baby clothes and apples and such. So there just wow. the, the, the isn't anything. It's not something you you would think of necessarily no. straight away because I guess, like possibly you thought and what I thought is that oh they must just have stuff. Yeah. At the yeah. but why would that at the hospital? Well, you know, because yeah. they've got so much other stuff going yeah. on. Yeah. Can't really be their responsibility. Well, that's it. So I kind of said to them, like, what, what would you do? Like, where would you signpost or what, mm -hmm. what kind of support is available to offer? Wow. Um, but th there wasn't anything. Um, so we actually passed on some Amelia's belongings to this young mum. Mm -hmm. um, so she used to have some clothes and, yeah. and things for her little one. Um, and from that, we, we started fundraising for the hospital um, and, a, and a local child bereavement charity who supported us after Amelia. And we produced some, tw we initially done 12 boxes, because um, like Amelia was only 12 minutes old mm -hmm. when she passed, so we didn't want to kind of represent her alive. Um, and we filled these boxes with, literally it was like a few days worth of, of, of things that were yeah. a, a mother and a baby. And it was clothes, we did um, some toiletries for the mum, because if they haven't got anything for the little one, they're less likely to have something for themselves. We put a storybook in there about how much they loved, um, and we put a little teddy bear in there. Um, and it was just to get them through them first kind of even few days. Yeah. Um, and within each one, we wrote a letter to the family just saying, hey, we hope this helps. Um, we didn't talk about Amelia and obviously our loss. Mm -hmm. um, but we just kind of said, we really hope this helps kind of from our family to yours. And we signed it, Love Amelia. We signed it from her. Oh. Um, so it was a gift from her. And that's how the name is kind that's of started. Now, obviously, that's an um, you know, incredibly heartbreaking story, but something incredible and brilliant that helped so many people came out of such tragedy. But... What struck us while you were saying all that is even when you were going through such an awful time in that hospital, you spotted someone else needed something. And I just think that's I just think that's really, really incredible. It just it blew us away when you were saying it there because you're going through this awful moment and then you just immediately bounce that on to help someone else. If fast forward now to 2023, what levels of support are you providing? So at the minute, um, we, we're seeing the more referrals kind of coming in mm -hmm. for, for people in need. The, the, the number of engagement that we're seeing is, yeah. is the highest it has ever been. Is it really? It, it is. And how how many families roughly are you supporting now? Um, on average, around about 350 a month. 
350 a month. So, so Steph, can you, off the top of your head, think of any examples of how you've been able to improve operations here with the National Lottery funding? The National Lottery is like an unofficial team member at this point. They they give us our first grant. They took the chance on us to get our website, to get our branding, Mm -hmm. to to actually even get an office. So for the first year, well, for the first nearly two years, actually, we did everything from our bedroom. Um, It was Mm -hmm. all about would have been Amelia's nursery. Um, So it was all ran in there. Um, Even when we we registered as a charity in the, the year after Amelia was born and it wasn't until the following December we got our first place and that was because of national lottery funding Um, so they really helped us really get started with that and I mean we've still got a grant pen like with them Uh, Mm -hmm. we're in our in our first year of a a five-year grant at the minute but we've had nearly £400,000 from them at this point in in the charity which wouldn't be possible without people who go and buy a ticket and put yeah. the lottery on a chance. You, you don't think sometimes you, you buy a ticket because you want to win your millions, but you don't yeah. actually realise how much actually goes back to the community. I love that about yeah. the National Lottery. I think they do so much good. Well, we've been working yeah. with them now for a while, haven't yeah. we? Mm-hmm. And we've seen such like so many good charities. Mm-hmm. And it's just great to think that you do. You put your lottery ticket on to think, well, I might win some money, but actually you are helping so many people in there. It's almost win win. You don't win, but your money helps someone out Mm -hmm. who massively needs it, so someone else wins. That's it. I mean, the difference that we've seen because of their support Mm -hmm. um, is is just been remarkable. I don't genuinely don't know if the service would be here without that support, even initially. And the the chance they took on us to really, really try to make fill that gap and make a difference in the community, they did. They've done some great things. Thank you to the National Lottery players, then, eh? Yeah. So we've just we've just got a five-year grant. Um, we're currently in our first year at the moment, and that's being able to bring in another member of staff so we can look at what we're doing here to work um, much more efficiently. So we can use what we've got and the resources we've got, but to then reach more families who mm-hmm. need it. Um, and one of our part-time workers is now went full-time as well. So that's great because for for her for herself and her mm-hmm. family, it's great because she's now in full-time work. Um, but it's also meant that we can respond to the the increase in demand. Yeah. We're seeing a lot more families coming through to us at the moment. So having these extra hands-on really does make a difference and that is funded through the National Lottery. Great. You always think a charity, you know, it's it takes a lot to run these things. They're yeah. like businesses, aren't they? It oh. is. You know, yeah. it can't just happen no. through... I mean, the organisation of your warehouse that we're in now alone, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it's it puts our garage to shame. <laughs> it's incredibly organised. Has the increase in demand been through the cost of living crisis, do you think? It's yeah, it's it's been a huge factor. I think I think with everything with COVID and then the cost of living crisis and we're having a debt crisis, the the we are seeing so many more families mm-hmm. in need, and I think we're we're seeing a shift to be honest of families who would never normally have had a come mm-hmm. to a service like ours. Mm-hmm. We're seeing a lot of work in families where mortgage payments might have doubled. They just they can't make oh, ends meet. Yeah. It's it's we're seeing a, a big big shift. Yeah. Like we're supporting our referrers. So we're supporting nurses, we're supporting teachers, mm-hmm. we're mm-hmm. supporting health visitors who are working to provide for their family and, and really making a difference in the community, but they're needing to come here. Well, there's um, no disposable income, is there? And if you think, like, in the first, in the early years of a child's life, and then first kind of couple of years, you go through about eight sizes of clothes. Oh, oh my gosh. Like, so how quick they grow through yeah. them. so quick. Well, so, I've kept all of my eldest. Mm. Well, as soon as Rafe's done with them, we'll be bringing them in. Yes, Brilliant. absolutely. Oh, no, honestly, we're, we're always grateful for, obviously, when people pass them on, we know, especially toddlers it's always the awkward age because the toilet training and the eating the food goes everywhere you craft there we yeah. call them our nursery clothes we, oh, what we get yes. in. we're playing yes. out clothes yeah. definitely um, i definitely. often get 
told off in the house if I put Rafe in too nice uh, uh, an outfit to go to nursery. Oh, he does it all yeah. the time. It I'm like, those are off. weekend clothes. <laughs> yes. Get him out of his weekend leggings. So if, if my husband gets Jack ready, he'll come out and he's like, Mammy, is this a weekend T-shirt? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, no, put it back. Like, you're not that's, wearing that. That's from, that's from, that's from Marx. He's yeah. yeah. <laughs> not wearing Marx's to nursery. You've also, I hear, been given support to uh, Ukrainian refugees, which is fantastic. Yeah, so we had, um, sadly, there was a lot of families obviously had to leave Ukraine and a lot of cuts kind of settled within the northeast, um, which again was a massive community effort. I mean, you'll, you'll have seen the, the support mm -hmm. that, that come around. But yeah, we've been working kind of with other, with other charities, with the local councils as well. We provide that support to families because people when they leave they, you grab the, the the basics that you, you can it might be a carrier bag of clothes and, oh, and that's about it and couldn't, i couldn't even imagine it yeah like you, you don't you can't bring a cot and a pushchair mm. and everything like that and then trying to get settled in a new country and yeah. schools and learning languages it's it, they've had a really really challenging mm -hmm. time and um so we provide quite a bit of support um obviously with with families in ukraine and still do for families who are still here and um, well, obviously, we had the um, crisis with Afghanistan um, mm -hmm. as well. There's a similar the humanitarian crisis we support with that, and um, sadly, we see we see quite a lot of families who are going through very similar things like that quite regularly. So Christmas is just around the corner. Yeah. What does Christmas look like around here? Um, so right now in the in here, it's busy. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we run a Christmas appeal um, every year. This is our third year that we've that we've done it. Um, so we provide the gifts for children who would otherwise not be um, receiving anything at Christmas. It breaks my heart that you know. It, it breaks yeah. my heart that, that it has to happen. Yeah. I think it's such a great thing. I know there's there's a lot of places luckily do it now. Yeah. Um, and I think it's great that you guys are doing it as well. Well, we had a teacher um, come to us last year who said that um, one of the kids came into school after Christmas and said Santa forgot about me. Oh, don't. And she said, I'm never going to let that happen again. Oh, no. um, and that is our ultimate focus. We just, <sighs> we'll never let that happen. Mm -hmm. um, so we, I mean, it's the, the amount of children that uh, gets referred to us. I mean, we support the children all year. Mm -hmm. if, if you can't afford nappies, you can't afford something like Christmas. Absolutely. It's such a massive expense and people get into such a bad debt over it That's and that awesome. mental health takes a hit. If you yeah. can't, provide that for your child when it's such a massive part of our culture and our society isn't it I mean Christmas here starts in August like, yeah. there's so yeah. much that's built up to it and if you just can't deliver even a simple Christmas it puts families in such a difficult yeah. position so I mean the, the kids I mean you know the, the bags that we've got are, we, everyone gets a really big gift bag um, we'll put gifts in there we'll provide the wrap and paper but the parents wrap so they're nice. kind of involved in that they know that's what the children nice. are getting mm -hmm. We ask the children what their Christmas wish is, what, what mm -hmm. would they really hope for from Santa, and we match that. Mm -hmm. So they'll always get kind of what, they, what they're really Fantastic. wish for. I mean, kids, yeah, the last this year. Is, it's the North Pole. Yeah, we are. Oh, my, my son Santa. thinks I work for Santa, and it's yeah. great. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Oh, it's great. I mean, kids get involved. I mean, we have children who buy like, for other children, so we'll put, um, we've got things that. Um, like gift tags that children can pick another child to buy for so right. we'll put the age on their name and kind of what their wishes are some things can be um really unusual but we'll still match um like we had a girl who all she wanted was a light up scooter it's all mm -hmm. she wanted um and someone donated it one they went and got one for her and they, oh that was that was that was amazing um but the things that the things that we do get we, we ask i think the, the, asking the child what they want really does make the difference yeah. that's a really nice touch yeah. that and yeah. would anything of this be possible on this scale without funding from the national lottery 
no, it wouldn't be. I mean, without the funding that we've received, this this operation kind of couldn't be sustainable. It wouldn't kind of continue yeah. because it, the resource that it takes to deliver this is is a lot more than I think people realise. Yeah. Um, and it, it, it is, and to the scale that we have to operate to kind of manage and meet that demand, mm -hmm. um, it wouldn't be possible. No. I still think you'd be doing it though. <laughs> would manage somehow if I'm still in the bedroom scale, somewhere. Definitely, definitely think you would. Uh, but honestly, Christmas is the best time here. Like, it's it's chaos. Mm -hmm. It is chaos. Um, but it's wonderful. Yeah. And like I say we provide something for the the parent and carer too, um, because a lot of the older children that we support as well, they'll hide the gift and not tell mum and dad or their their carer about it. Right. So they're surprised as well. And I think it's just nice to know that the parents acknowledged. Oh, they nice. often go without to yeah. provide for their kids. So being yeah. able to acknowledge the parent is something that's really special. I've never thought about that. You know, that's really yeah. sweet. So we'll wrap theirs. Um, the children who don't wrap just so the parents get involved but we'll wrap the parents so they've got a little surprise and we'll Lovely. provide a Christmas Eve bag so uh, not healthy by any means but we'll give them like selection <laughs> boxes and a bit some packs of biscuits Brilliant. and Christmas stories and Christmas jumpers and that nice. kind of dramas. Um, nice. Rosie used to get a shoe box full of chocolates know, when she was yeah. a kid. Honestly, um, that's great. something my nan and granda would have done. You know, my mum would be yeah. mortified. Oh, my mum was yeah. always mortified. <laughs> but um, once the kid's seen it, that's it. Yeah, the amount yep. of chocolate yeah. in here at Christmas is... Uh, it's hard to resist. Wow. Um, to come down. But yeah, yes. we always ask them for selection boxes and boxes of biscuits and that kind of thing. You, you're stocking fillers. Yeah. The amount we get is amazing. So um, do you get them all donated? Do you get a lot of it donated? Yeah, so a lot of people will donate to us. We have companies that will donate as well. Um, but families and uh, just generally in the community, yeah. they'll, they'll donate gifts. They'll donate the things that we need for the Christmas bags or for parents and carers. Um, but yeah, we'll donate funds and then we can buy them for the more unusual requests. We can then fulfil or any gaps that we've got because mm -hmm. um, a lot of people that I think buy for the kids sometimes mm -hmm. always maybe forget about our teens and yeah, teenagers, teenagers as well yeah. and they're harder to buy for oh uh, yeah yeah so obviously for Christmas coming up, that yeah. people can come and drop things off if they want to yeah. donate. But is there yeah. any any way any other way? So we do, we have an Amazon wish list um, that oh. we we put things on. So we'll put um, basically we'll, we'll find the items that people like the kids are requesting, and we'll put them on the wish list, and people can buy them and then just send them directly to us. So Great. they don't even have to leave the sofa. Um, they can send it, and they, they they arrive straight here at the warehouse, and we can get them out of the families, um, which Wonderful. is which is really great. Um, people can choose to send it as a gift as well, so you can write a little note, which is always really lovely. Oh, that's so I know nice. where it comes from as that's well. That's nice. That's a great. It's really idea. great. So, how can listeners to this support or donate? How, how would they go about doing that? We always say there's four main ways people can support us. Yeah. Um, bring along the kids as things that have outgrown is mm. um, one of the easy ways. Have a clear out. Yep. Um, so that could be clothes, it could be the, the beds, the toys, books, everything. We put a wish list out once, once a month of the things that we need and most, right. which isn't always on our social media, it's on our website. Oh, on um, yeah, website. So, yeah, people can get in, get in touch with us if they want any, any anything like that. Um, that's a really great way because we couldn't do it without the donations. Um, people can get involved in fundraising, um, so the funds that are raised can then go to providing things like the new mattresses and buying nappies and toiletries and, and underwear and the, yeah, oh, the nappies. amount of nappies we nappies. go through, mm, yeah, the amount of packs of nappies that we go through. Um, and it, it really does help and it can go to buying things like that, um, so we can provide families with, with what they need for the little ones. 
um, they can come and volunteer, they can help out, they nice. can come in the warehouse, they can get, get involved, whether that be as part of their workplace, they just want to come on their own, meet new people. Um, people volunteer their, it sounds an odd way to put it, but volunteer their skills um, and give us advice and kind yeah. of just help us out in, in, in that kind of thing. Um, or just raise awareness, tell people we're here. Do you mean it's not always about, it doesn't have to be about kind of a financial contribution or anything like that. I think a lot of people think charities, they just want kind of financial contributions and it's not. It could be just sharing it and making people yeah. aware. It helps us reach other people who then can maybe pass on their kids' clothes well, and exactly. want to get involved. It costs nothing, does it, to share and word of yeah. mouth that we know. And, you know, we're local to the area, so yeah. Yeah. we'll now be shouting from the rooftops about here, won't we, with all of oh, our yes. yeah. friends so and family have got kids stuff. And as soon as they don't need the stuff anymore, mm -hmm. straight yeah. here. Mm -hmm. So if you want to help out, yeah. if you're listening now, you can donate, yeah. you can fundraise, you can volunteer, or you can raise awareness. Yeah, So Absolutely. there you go. There's your four bits of homework. <laughs> well, let's have a little look around there. Eh? This uh, yeah. Aladdin's cave that we've got going on here. <laughs> it, we we were just saying our seven year, eight year old now, gosh, yeah. our eight year old Robin would love it here. Yeah. There's yeah. so many toys. Yeah. yeah. So he many could, toys. Um, he could smash his place up in minutes. <laughs> minutes. Minutes. What? He'd have everything oh, disorganised. You'd be furious. Here's the toilet aisle. Toiletry yeah. aisle. Yeah. So important. Well, they're the things I forget yeah. about. You think, oh yeah, toys and baby stuff. Toilet, of course. It's so Sanitary expensive, pads, all this Chris, stuff. All the stuff like that, after you've had a baby, yeah. it costs a fortune. It and does. you don't, not just the baby stuff, but for mothers yeah. as well. And I think a lot of people don't realise how long you need to use the products for after giving birth. Mm -hmm. So having to use it for that long, if people can't like manage generally with the general hygiene, yeah. like after a baby, it's 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 as you know, you've got to have the products, uh -huh. you've got to have them. So yeah. we've, obviously you've got, you can see the, the nappies that we've got. So we'll go from obviously all ages with the mm -hmm. nappies um, and the toiletries for the babies like you'd, you'd probably expect. I mean, not everyone realises we, we're not just for babies here. We do go up right up to 16, mm -hmm. so we do provide that as well. But we've got the toiletries here for, for mums and dads or carers too. I mean, we provide them for the teenagers, and but we provide them for the adults because yeah. a lot of people don't... They, they don't think about themselves. They no. obviously they put the children first, so they go without. So we have them. We make sure that we've got the the basics. It is like your shampoos, your conditioners. Like, see, your sanitary products. It's, it's phenomenal yeah. work they do. I mean, we things. say quite a lot on the podcast that it's a shame that people can't see certain stuff that we're seeing, certain mm -hmm. stuff that we do. As a quite as a big fan of phenomenal organisation, <laughs> this you can't see this, dear listener, but this is organised better than most supermarkets that you go to. I mean, this is absolutely... Uh, whoever did this, you need to come and live in my house yeah. for a week. It's great, isn't it? Wendy. Wendy. Wendy and Nina. Well done. Well that done. Is, it's colour coordinated. It's, it's everything I want in organisation. Rosie, come and have a look I'm at this. This is how I don't we should sort the kitchen. Have, uh, no, I'm not sorting the kitchen. Don't get me into all that labelling stuff. I'm not, I don't live that life. Have, is this all being donated, Steph? So a lot of it, yeah. So we, we've got supermarkets who donate. People send these off our wish list. So the wish list that we've got on Amazon, mm -hmm. um, we put our like, um, appeals on there. So we'll put like, like Christmases on there. But we've got like, one that lasts like, all year that we yeah. just keep updating with the things we need so people can send us. I mean, not long ago, we ran out of like baby bottles. We had literally two on the shelf. Mm -hmm. And then it was this was like filled within like, two days. Great. It was incredible. I'm looking at baby bottles. We've got yeah. a bit of food there. We've got milk. 
baby milk is so expensive. It is mm -hmm. so expensive. It's stuff like that that you don't think of, do you? When when you have a baby, you don't really, you've yeah. never, I, before I had our baby, I did never looked at the price of baby milk. Mm. It was just something I didn't know. But that's it. And I think some people, like, if they choose not to breastfeed, and that's fine. Some people can't breastfeed. Mm -hmm. And if your baby, there's literally nothing else they can have. Yeah. Food banks don't provide formula, so yeah, they're really no, they limited don't. in what yeah. you, can, oh, you can have. So, yeah, we try to keep... Yeah, if you can't breastfeed, you've got no choice. Yeah. So with this this aisle, we've got um, obviously all, as you can see, all of the array of Christmas jumpers, um, <laughs> all the Christmas stuff that's coming out, all the Christmas clothes, Christmas pajamas, even bedding. People donate bedding and Christmas toys, um, but these are the things that are ready to go out. So we have we, we try to bundle the clothes when they're donated in about a week's worth of clothes. Right. So if an urgent request comes in for clothes, they can just then go straight out. Mm. We have sadly quite a lot of people who may leave, and like for example, like an abusive relationship. The middle of the night mm -hmm. you pick up a handful of things mm -hmm. um so we often get calls yeah we'll get calls in the morning where they've literally they've got nothing so at least we can pull them straight off the shelf they're ready to go straight away great um so these are what like kind of ready to go bundles Oh yeah, cuddly toys always good and going out. So every everyone that gets a bed, every child that no matter what they requested, everyone gets a teddy because every child needs a teddy. Oh definitely. It's that comfort, it's the safety, isn't it? So yeah, something to call theirs yeah. as well. You yeah, know, I think it's it's, it's yeah. an important little thing to have something that you own, isn't it? Even yeah. even as a child, I think. No. We had to make a zoo because we had that many. So this was actually they are penned in. <laughs> all of these, <laughs> these teddies are spilling out. <laughs> they are like, there's just le little <laughs> teddy <laughs> legs and arms everywhere. They're, they're, <laughs> have, they're having a rough time in that zoo. Peter Rabbit but, um, is squashed, and they oh, no, there he is. The, um, <laughs> it was a donated cot, but it was broken, so we couldn't use it. So we, we so repurposed it, and now we're in Amelia's. Brilliant. Zoo. Love it. Um, oh, here's all the kids' clothes. Lovely. So the, yeah, clothes for these are stuff Organisation is on another level in here. It's this got to great. be. It has to be in here because obviously we've got to have such a quick response. A lot of the time, it's very urgent in nature mm -hmm. of why people need us. So if you're not organised, it would be chaos. Yeah. And the families we work with don't deserve that. So mm -hmm. yeah, we've got all the shoes, all the sizes. We've got some maternity clothes because they're so expensive. Your oh, they are. Clothes don't fit when you're pregnant. No. So you've got to have the. We've got to have that. So there's some maternity clothes and and our winter. Well, winter hats are, are out well and truly great. out. This stuff that's been donated is such. <laughs> is that you? Was that your son? That was my son. This yeah. is such good gear, awesome. isn't it? Well, I mean, everything that comes through here, absolutely, no matter what it is, is um, checked before mm -hmm. it goes out. So we, we make sure it's cleaned, we make sure it's safe, um, but that it's appropriate to use, so absolutely everything, because we want families to really be treated with dignity and respect. Yes. Mm -hmm. Like, every child is deserving of something that is, is a good quality and is yeah. clean. Like, imagine opening a, a box that you've, you've, you've asked for help, for one, mm -hmm. you've had a really challenging time, you've yeah. asked for help, and you open it up and it's all really dirty, or it's oh, full of holes, no. and it's just absolutely not the standard mm -hmm. here. So everything gets checked, so we've got our volunteers yeah, and our team. Yeah, unbelievable. Um, so it's got, to, it's got to be for the families that we're working with, they deserve no less. I've got to tell you, we brought, some, we brought a couple of little items in, and I've mm. got to tell you, you, you do clean and dry everything, which I'm glad, because this actually smells like the garage. <laughs> but <laughs> this little cardigan here, there is a little story behind this. So my sister's mother-in-law knitted this for um, my sister's two boys. Oh. They're now 13 and 14. Then my two boys oh, have worn wow. it as well. It'll do someone canny. Oh, do you know what it's soft blanket here. Yeah, feel that soft blanket. Rub it on your oh. face, Steph. It's lovely. So, go seen on. A, it's seen a lot, it's that amazing. blanket. Touch it. It's so soft. It's seen a lot. For everyone listening, she isn't actually rubbing it on her face, which I, I, mean, I find. There we go. What else? <laughs> <laughs> I love, do you get many of these? 
our kids oh, live sleeping, sleeping bags. bags. Yeah. The so, sleeping bags are so good. Yeah, we've got we've got all the sleeping bags. Honestly, sleeping bags are brilliant for the, for the younger ones as well. Obviously, when they're too young. To, to go and do for anything so it keeps them warm and, oh, and uh, yeah. we live by them I wasn't yeah. there until about two yeah. years old kicking off them you don't yeah. have to be yeah. in and out of the bedroom all night because the cold kick a sleeping bag off yeah them. they're absolutely great absolutely fab right, got a little Amazing. jumper there with I think that's so little, little, little cars little cars, little cars on, yeah. Oh, look. Oh, Do you ever look at things though and think, oh, I remember when they were that small? Yeah. 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 There's always a memory attached to clothes. Snowsuits, absolutely. I mean, yeah. the kids, I mean, the kids. you see kids right walking there. to school like with, with no coat on, the thick of winter. And it's like we have people, you know, asking for Christmas for like a blanket or a coat. Like that's the kids' wish. Like some kids might ask for like a PlayStation or a new bike, and these kids are asking for like blankets and, and coats. That's like oh, the reality of the situation. Um, I mean, if that was to happen, if when we when we do get these requests, obviously we'll provide it, but we'll still give them all the all the a nice toys as well. We'll as not well. just oh, give them absolutely. a coat. They get all the lovely things as well. This is a really genuinely a lovely bundle. It's a nice bundle. It is a really lovely bundle. The look I got, the look I got off there seeing everyone in this warehouse when I said rub it on your face. It is actually a like I'm really some kind of weirdo, and, it, and you um, haven't stopped touching it. I've absolutely used this over my feet. Where's that washer you were talking to? Just take that straight to the water. Everyone stop touching mm. it. Wash your hands. It's been on her clock. 50 quid on eBay, that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I doubt it. And there's just some muslins in oh. there and some vests for yours. And hopefully they'll go to a, oh, a lovely amazing. deserving family. That's so kind. Gosh, and obviously you've got new things as well. And this is the thing, like some, some kids, like you end up getting people buy your things or do you mean you, you buy more than you probably need mm. sometimes and it's, it's like that like it'll make someone stay yeah it makes people stay like not many of our families get new things so when they do it does make a special yeah. difference thank you i really appreciate you bringing oh, them hold on hold on i've got another blanket oh, for you to touch see, that's yeah now that's a nice soft one first that's blanket or one. second blanket which that's is your favorite I'm thinking seconds. Really? Yeah. Wow, you're fickle. You just jumped mm. to the new one straight away. <laughs> Goodness. That's where that one's um, been. That's oh, yeah, it's the feet that devalued the, the first one. <laughs> no, that is a very soft blanket. Soft, that is soft a soft blanket. Someone's going to be wrapped up in them yeah. this Christmas. It will, absolutely. We'll get that. It'll probably much pretty go straight out. Babadoo, 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 ba. Now, we are joined by the lovely Gillian. Gillian, you're Steph's mum. I am. Recently retired. Congratulations. Thank you. And you are here. Do you say congratulations when someone's retired? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Worked yeah. all her life. Something, it's something I've never heard before. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Put the graft in. She's enjoying a little bit of, of her time. Absolutely. And she's here. And you here volunteer. Did you have a party? I'm at a party. Well, <laughs> I, I will be when I when yeah. I retire. Too right. <laughs> Surprise. Um, so what do you do here then? When um, you volunteering? Just mainly sorting the clothes out and making bundles up or nice. cleaning and things and just wherever it. i love it do you are yeah. you pr are you proud of your stuff amazing i would be absolutely I'm, i would be the only thing i can how the only way i can describe it is i'm honored to be a mum. oh oh honored. what is wrong with you've me? cried a couple of times I've today i'm well done walking down the aisles i'll be honest with you but yeah that's such a lovely thing to say an unbelievable person mm -hmm. oh. I, I have to done. agree. Absolutely I've only met her an hour ago. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> when it all started, it started off on the kitchen table, Brilliant. sorting through clothes, and then here we are four years later. Mm -hmm. um, and it's bursting at the seams, it needs more, yeah. it needs more space. Yeah. It's just, it's an honour. 
because Willie has my granddaughter, so yeah, of course. it's life. Keeping our memory alive, aren't you? Yeah. It's great. Yeah, uh, we're also joined by Wendy. Wendy, you are here. Hello. You work here, though, don't I, you? I do work here. Yeah. Um, I was Love Amelia's very first volunteer. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Many, many years ago, and now I'm a fully paid employee. Fantastic. And I absolutely love it. Do you love it? Do you get I a lot of it. joy out of it? I can I imagine. I love it. It's, it's, like, really it's like a great job. big family. We laugh together, we cry together, but we just make such a difference yeah. to people. It's great. What Fantastic. a job to have as well. Like, so much. Like, not many jobs come with this sort of satisfaction, I don't think. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, I Sunday night, I go mm. to bed smiling, oh. knowing I'm coming to work the next day. It's, and every day is different, but it's, it's just, honestly, I can't describe how wonderful it is to work here. I do understand you're responsible for the incredible levels of organisation I've just seen. Uh, yes, I'm. Um, High yeah. five. You want your round hour, Blum. Oh, I tell you, my you sister would love that. I've just high fived. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've seen nothing like that, Daniel. That was incredible. I got lost, honestly. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, on our podcast, we do a beef section with each other. We've been mm. doing it for like four years. Mm -hmm. Have you got any beefs with anyone who's in here? Yeah. Have you? Steph. Straight. Oh, oh I don't the know. My mum's right next to you, like a man might scream for you. The boss? The gaffer? The gaffer. How, how are you? The gaffer. You for Res the massive respect having beef with the gaffer, by the way. Yeah. Can I just say that? Yeah. Fight the power. Yeah. Well, can I just say, I've been here 15 months, yeah. employed. Uh -huh. Volunteer before that. Uh -huh. You just walk through the door, you got a cup of tea. <gasps> I've had none yet. Wow. <laughs> that, I mean, I'll be honest with you, I had to talk Steph through that cup of tea like it's I was teaching It's a good job you didn't ask for builder's tea, otherwise like, you would have been, that would have been. Oh, oh. I, I mean, bless you, Steph, it was a lovely cup of tea, but I, I do. I, I did most of the work on it. Yeah. I mean, um, I don't think I've ever had a glass of water. Really? <gasps> wow. Oh, <laughs> it's, all, oh it's all kicking off. <laughs> we've started something, yeah. I can't believe we've this. We've started something, we've came Honestly, and... The conditions in this place. <laughs> and, and, and I make her one all the time. Yeah? Don't I? Is she one of those people who claims that she's bad at so she doesn't have to do it? Yeah. I did that no, for she years. just she just goes to do it. She puts yeah. the kettle on, yeah. and then something else comes no, up. Well, do you know what it is? Yeah. It's good work, so I'll let you away with it. But come on, come on! You have to. I had to hold a hand through the entire thing, so you know I you might just imagine. have to bit of, bit of positive reinforcement. But look, bit of positive reinforcement. You can do it, Steph. Yeah, you go. Just to, uh, to have Steph's back as a non-tea drinker, though, it is a it's a complicated drink to me. I'll take coffee. Oh, right. Well, fair enough. Mm. Nice. Two seconds. Steph, do you drink tea? Entire argument falls apart. Oh, she drinks tea. Yeah. Right, okay then, fair enough. Aye, shocking, shocking. The beef conversation has sparked off some other beefs within the yes, office. Literally, there's people coming in on their days off. Just this, this, we're here with Shannon now. Shannon heard and just ran down from home. <laughs> um, hi, Shannon, how are you? Hi, yeah, I'm good, thanks. And what do you, you do here? I am business support officer here oh. at Love Amelia. Wow. Officer. Officer. BSO. 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 Yeah. <laughs> call, us, call me Sarge. <laughs> <laughs> and you've got a uh, you've got a Christmas related beef with your family. I have. Come on, it's then. a family related beef. So imagine you're all set at the dinner table mm -hmm. having your Christmas dinner and it's cracker time. Yeah. Yes. So you all go to pull your crackers, mm -hmm. you read your joke, it's hilarious, yeah. and you can't finish it for laughing, and then someone gets the punchline before you. Oh. Devastating. I would oh. love to know where you're buying your crackers from because every cracker joke I've read in my life has been atrocious. I'm so just you're not obviously very buying them from jokes. some kind of professional <laughs> cracker place. But I need that these crackers in my life. Somebody finishes your joke. Yeah, well, why are you looking at me like that? Because that's something absolutely <laughs> something that you would do. Yeah, don't get me around your house for Christmas. No. Yeah, I'd be kicked out, I'd be out on the drive. You'd definitely finish my jokes. <laughs> I'd be furious. <laughs> okay, so we hope you enjoyed that by the magic of editing. We're back in the studio again. Yeah. Um, Rosie, what was your... Just, let's just debrief a little bit here. Yeah. What was your... How did you feel? 
going around there and looking at all the stuff and seeing all the guys. It was really emotional. It was really, really emotional because, yeah. you know, you don't realise how privileged you are yeah. until you actually take a minute to realise that not everybody's in the same position. And, you know, there's that's not far from where we live. Yeah. And there's extreme poverty where we live. It's frightening Literally how many not people far. need. It's frightening how many people need to use them. Yeah. Yeah. It's And what they do is so amazing. And it's just, I don't know, it's so nice that people give up their time. Yeah to do it because we need that we need yeah. to look out for each other but not everybody's got the time or the emotional like capacity does that make yeah, sense yeah, yeah. to be able to do it yeah. and people 100%. like Steph and the girls and the and the sorry the guys who were there as well just amazing it was so humbling to go yeah and it was so nice to be there and I just love what they do massively and for me it was like looking through all them aisles of stuff there was stuff that I totally took for granted Mm-hmm. stuff that you don't realise is is so expensive and that people need. Do you know what I mean? I mean, there was like little things of like baby bubble bath. There was baby milk powder. It's expensive stuff, Chris. Yeah, it's stuff that you go, oh, well, we'll get that because we've got a baby. And some people can't mm-hmm. get that. Yeah. But Steph and the guys are, you know, massively helping people out and it was it was incredible. It just shows how impactful the National Lottery Funding can be to helping people together through amazing community charities like that one. Yeah, they've grown and expanded that entire operation mm-hmm. massively thanks to the money from the, the National Lottery players. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I just felt really proud. Yeah, that... although they're doing it right on our doorstep. Yeah. 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 It's a really, it's, really good feeling. As we say the whole time, it's really sad that it has to happen, but yeah. it's it's brilliant that people are doing it. Absolutely. And that it's being able to happen through the National Lottery, through people buying tickets for the National Lottery. There's places like that keeping people afloat yeah. in, in their hour of need. You and know you what can I mean? donate directly mm-hmm. to Love Me. They, they take collections, yeah. you can drop stuff off, you can you can donate your time, you can donate money, you can, you know, you can get involved, you can spread awareness. I've got loads of stuff. Oh, they are gonna get yeah. oh, <laughs> they are gonna get some serious stuff from us. Yeah. Kids, clothes, toys, the lot. They get, they might have to expand again for the amount of stuff I'm gonna send them, I'm telling you. <laughs> We've got a garage full of stuff. And it'll be put to such good use and given to yeah. people who otherwise would never have had it and and it's just a great thing that they do, and I'm glad they're just up the road. Yeah. Long may they continue. So huge thank you once again to Steph and the whole team for welcoming us down to what really was genuinely a really fun and really special day. And if you want to donate to Love Amelia, you can visit loveamelia.org.uk. And thank you to the National Lottery for making this episode happen. Just remember, every time you play the National Lottery, you help support amazing good causes all over the UK. Thanks to National Lottery players, over £30 million a week is raised for good causes just like Love Amelia. It's amazing what the National Lottery does for people. Wow. Phenomenal. Do, 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 do